Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good evening, everybody. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I want to welcome all of our listeners to the show and the abundant new listeners who are also tuning in. Christina and I every week give you some insight into the astrological happenings of the day. So the show is live because it's very present time consciousness. We're in it to describe to you what it is that we see going on right now and how you can take that energy and capitalize on it to make yourselves more successful and more happy. Christina, it's good to see you. It's good to be here. It's good to see you. It's happy. I'm going to say hi to all our new listeners. I'm excited we can share everything with you tonight. Yeah, it's great. It's Mm -hmm. great. We still have a fireless chart. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Fireless chart. Nobody in fire. Yeah. Not necessarily a time for coming up with new ideas. Right. Right, which is interesting because we talked last week a little bit, I think, about the, like, all of the planets moving forward motion, direct motion, but not necessarily that full creativity, perhaps. Right. We're going to get a little fire in April. Jupiter is going to go into Aries. And, of course, in late March, the sun is going to go into Aries. And every week at least once during the week for a couple of days, the moon goes into fire. So we do have little periodic bouts of some fire energy, some fire element energy, the energy of motivation, creativity, and enthusiasm. But right now the chart is a lot more about practical considerations, the emotional effect of those practical considerations, and the way in which we can communicate because we have a lot of air, some water, and a lot of earth. So earth, Mm. the practical considerations about our day-to-day life, how we're putting it together, how we're building it, how we're constructing it, service, effort, all of those things, very important. Mm -hmm. How we feel about those things, how we feel about effort, service, and the concrete part of life, the structure. We like Mm. it, don't we like it, is it working out for us? Mm. And then there is also an ability to convey those feelings because air becomes the good vehicle for being able to tell other people in a direct or nuanced way how it is that we feel about what they're bringing to the table in a concrete way. So um, the chart is complete always in its own way. And right now we're dealing with old ideas that we're still building and working on building and expanding, but not necessarily bringing newness out of the dust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're thinking, I want to ask, old ideas because of all the Capricorn energy in the chart? Yeah. 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 You're right yeah. there with me. Exactly. I mean, it's double time because, again, we have Capricorn and it's, you know, our Capricorn season is usually in December. So we're protracted from that. And it's going to continue, right? So Mm -hmm. as you and I were talking about, and and the title of the show tonight is all about this very auspicious alignment right now, even tonight, 
uh, Venus and Mars are conjunct. For those of you who get up early in the morning, it's something tremendously beautiful to see. Look towards the eastern sky, 6 o'clock in the morning. It has to be sort of before the sun's really coming up, although you can definitely see it in twilight. And um, Venus is the brilliant, absolutely stunning star planet that's in the eastern sky. And right now, Mars is only one degree away from her. So the two of them are together. And they're going to be tracking together very auspiciously for an entire month. They don't really start separating until March the 10th. So, wow, we have a month. Christina, a Venus conjunct Mars. It sounds like a love fest. <laughs> I know. I know. I kind of want to do like a little like bell or like a little symbol crash. Not crash, but ding. Yeah. Look at this. This is a moment right here for us. There we go. <laughs> Mars and Venus coming into your, right into your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that energy, it's an integrated energy, right? They're in the same sign, they're at the same degree, and they're following each other. Mm. They're following each other, right? Mars is come up from behind Venus, and he's going to escort her into Aquarius right around March the 7th. And mm. there, that's power. That's power of, of the, the idea. Uh, how does Capricorn shift to Aquarius? The transition there is what work do we do in the community? Mm-hmm. That's the identity of Capricorn, mm-hmm. right? What, what work? And then Aquarius is how do we bring that and share it with the greater community or crowd that we're in? So mm-hmm. right now we are just loving what we do. We have to be loving what we do. We have to be taking initiative in what we do. And then as we go into March, we want to bring that love of what we do to the larger community. We want to share it, right? Aquarian Mm. energy. Everyone comes together, right? Friendship. together. Yes. Right now. And that, 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 yeah, it's very 60s vibe, right? The whole Uh idea of the Aquarian. That's why it's the Aquarian age, which we are still in. That didn't go away. That wasn't a fad, right? Like the the age of Aquarius was not a fad from the 60s. It's something that lasts for a few hundred years. So we didn't just get rid of it. And even though we're having some rebellion towards it, right? We're having some rebellion. We've gone from 60s flower power back to the selfish 80s. And that seems to have continued for another 40 years. Um, That's a blip in the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. We rebound back to brotherhood and understanding, truth and love, and the moon and Jupiter and Mars in the seventh house. That's with us still. That's, <laughs> yes. That has not gone away, flower power. It's, it's yeah. with us. We just had a rebellion to it because we got close to that edge of love and brotherhood and community. And then we were like, whoa, whoa, okay, yeah. Like, care about yeah. our neighbors that much? I don't know about that. And that's fine. That's fine. You can't pull the blinders off of everybody really too fast. Otherwise, they're blind. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. And it's not going to work. We want, we do need, a, as a society, our slow transition. And maybe that's why we're having all this Capricorn now. It's like the slow 
you know, Capricorn is all about taking your time in order to build it up, in order to make it last. You know, the beautiful thing about the political people who are on the conservative side, the beautiful thing about them is mm-hmm. that that's exactly what they're supposed to do. They're supposed mm-hmm. to slow down the left, mm-hmm. but they're not supposed to stop the left or reverse the left. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what I think they don't realize. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you can't stop progress. And that's where we get the idea of I'm a progressive, right? It's mm-hmm. the same as saying I'm a liberal. I'm a progressive. Yeah. I want to move something forward. Now, liberalism can obviously take things too far. It can. Because if you grow too fast, then people are not ready for the change. Then they can Correct. feel really destabilized by it. Right, right, and it, right. and it, you know, it's also like the the rules. Capricorn figuring out exactly what works, uh, you know, like one rule isn't for us all. In even in progressive terms, we still have to make room for everybody in that sense. So that's why we have to take our time. Yes, yes, but so important. And I'm I'm in that space. You and I both have Saturn and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So we're people, even though we're from different generations, we, we still were born with that same vibe, which mm-hmm. is that structure matters and the way in which you build it matters and you have to do it in a responsible way. And if you're going to create systems of governance or laws or acceptable codes of behavior, you have to do it with some forethought. You know, you, you can't just do everything on a wing and a prayer and hope that it all turns out okay because it doesn't always turn out okay like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like right. um, it's like discovering plumbing in Rome and then building all the plumbing with lead because, you know, you didn't uh-huh. really, right? It's like discovering opium in China in like the, you know, first or second century and thinking that it was an amazing thing to discover, but then you find out that your population is just freaking high. <laughs> and, and won't stop until they get more. Yeah, exactly. Right, right exactly. Uh-huh. They used to put yes. cocaine into Coca-Cola. <laughs> yes, That's yes. why it's called Coke. <laughs> our forward movement, our progression sometimes needs a little adjustment. <laughs> and it happens in the other it. way with conservatism too, right? The conservatives, mm-hmm. when they try and pull it back too hard, like, prohibition and telling people that they can't Mm. drink alcohol, right? That didn't Mm -hmm. work out so well for the right wing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. 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 Too many rules. Yeah. It's like the teenager. Right. Who grows up in a a super conservative household and then just goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a balance. So it's a there balance. is supposed to be a balance. And, and I think that's what's sad about the two sides politically, that they think that they're opposed to each other instead of that they're actually just two dishes on the same scale. Mm. Balancing each other, secretly watching each other, supporting Great. each other. Creating equilibrium. Uh-huh. Makes sense to me. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like perfectly obvious if you stand outside of it and the, Mm -hmm. you know, socially driven 
social media driven polarity that that the media profits off of, right? The, the media profits off of that disparity and the and the, the the animosity and the difference, rather than what's the truth about the left and the right is that mm-hmm. they're here to create a whole thing, a harmony together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it, and that brings us right around to Mars and Venus, right? That's what we're getting with these two too. Yeah. My love. Yes, exactly. These two together are so nice. In Capricorn. In Capricorn, mm-hmm. where it's really a fundamental structure, the structure of love and the action of love and the the structure of taking action with loving intention. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those those things like we can really move ourselves forward in a positive way you know constructive positive way it doesn't have to be at a speed that anyone's really uncomfortable with but but we have to go yeah yeah i mean i'm thinking of like you know it's it feels like a little social to me as well i mean as far as capricorn being about our reputation and then venus being kind of a social planet too it's like knowing when to assert yourself and then knowing when to cooperate. I feel like that's part of this combo too, is really working that magic, that balancing line between those two, being able to give a little softened where you need things to be softened. Yes. And Mars is exalted in Capricorn because it's not afraid of hard work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, lots of endurance there. Right, a lot of endurance, especially if you've ever been with someone with Mars and Capricorn. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, you'll know it when you see it. Yep, yep, the tenacity. The staying power. <laughs> right, 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 yes. Oh, my, I'm blushing. So... <laughs> So, yeah, well, but that's true, of course, if you, uh, you know, when you know people's charts, when you know people's charts as well as you and I do, well, uh-huh. yes, there's, there's a collective experience on all all topics. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and Mars I mean, and Capricorn, Mars and Capricorn, you, 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 you definitely don't have to coax them. Right. Yeah, they're movers, movers and shakers. Correct. Mm-hmm. So they because they're not afraid way. of hard work. Right, right. They're not afraid of hard work. They're not afraid of responsibility. People with Mars and Capricorn are extremely dedicated. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself, right, with this Venus-Mars conjunction, what are you dedicated to accomplishing? What are you dedicated? What is it that you love, Venus and Capricorn, that you're dedicated to working on and making happen. Mm. This, this tremendous, it's like, it's like nuclear power, people. You can just <laughs> take a little chip of this and, like, you know, put it in your battery and whoosh, you're going to go. You find out what it is that you love, what you're committed to working on, and you align it with this vibe that we have for one whole month. <laughs> 
it's going to be like the biggest slingshot you ever had. Drink it up. I love it. Yeah, because normally this combo is just, what, a, a couple days, two days? Uh, one or two, two days. days. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And thank you for bringing that up because if we haven't been clear about this, usually Venus flies by Mars and it's a two-day, three-day maximum, you know, mm-hmm. where they're one degree or less away from each other. And they're going to be one degree or less away from each other for one whole month. That's auspicious. It doesn't happen for no reason. It doesn't happen for no reason. We're being prepped again. Mm. We're being prepped for the next level, the next, you know, the next entry level, Jupiter changing sign. Mm. Right? And we're getting and- ready for all, all the outer planets to change signs. And it's going to be yeah. really beautiful and intense. You know, mm-hmm. it's another another 18 to 24 months. That's fine. But these things take time. You know, I listened to this talk on Friday night. Uh, it was a talk about cryptocurrency. And it was actually done by um, Erica, this woman, Erica, A-A-R-I-K-A. And I can definitely endorse her here on the show. She's, she's running for, like, the Sherman Oaks district of the Valley of Los Angeles, and she's a school teacher, and she's very like Alejandro Ocasio-Cortez. She's very progressive, and she's trying to unseat, like, an old-school Democrat that's been in Congress for too long. So, but on the talk, she had Jack Dorsey, like the CEO of Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. And the CEO of Square Payment, Payment Solutions. Yeah. And, um, and a bunch of other people who were all in the crypto universe and whatever. And she had these guys on because they're endorsing her, right? They, mm. they, they see her as like the future of politics. And it's taking me a long time to get to the point here, but um, Jack Dorsey talked about how long-term vision, long-term vision, which we've lost in our society, we've mm. lost it is the way to independence that if you don't create long-term visions for yourself and long-term understandings, like I just said, all the planets are going to be moving into an incredibly auspicious alignment in 2024 and 2025. That Mm -hmm. sounds like two years, three years from now, but that's long-term planning. It's long-term planning I'm doing. I know it's long-term planning you're doing because Mm -hmm. We, that's how we create goals. Mm-hmm. Right? If you don't have long-term goals, then all you're doing is, you know, like being, you wonder why your life doesn't change. Your life doesn't change because you don't create goals and markers for achievement on the long-term level. Mm-hmm. Right? And I get it. It's not easy to do. But, Mm-mm. you know, being an independent person myself, I totally know when someone comes up to me and says, where are you going to be in one year, two years, five years? Mm-hmm. I have an answer. I have an answer. Always. Where are you going to be in one year, two years, five years? If you don't have some idea of that, then how are you going to get there? Right. Right. Just like we That's were writing. Capricorn. That's Capricorn. I was just going to say, yeah, rounding back to like the first part of the show and talking about how it just doesn't 
magically happen, these things. It does take a lot of time and effort and focus and, and you know, it, they ask you that in interview, job interviews. What is your long-term goal? Like it's all in, you know, corporate America, capitalism, these successful companies, they all have this because they value it and see it as an important tool for us and just right. applying it to the exactly. individual. Uh-huh. Exactly. And when, and when Jack said that on Friday night, and he said very little. There were a lot of people on the show, and they kind of wanted to keep throwing the ball back at him. And he's also a Scorpio. And mm-hmm. he said back to the, the host, which was not Erica. Erica was uh, also a guest on the show. There was like a host person. He said mm-hmm. back, there's a lot of other talented people here, and I think you should talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. he totally threw the microphone back to the general audience, but this, because he gave the nugget. He gave the nugget and he said, long-term thinking is what we're lacking, right? Mm -hmm. Long-term thinking is what we're lacking. Um, And I'm obviously not an anti-corporate person either. That's not what our show is about. But for instance, like credit cards and things like that, that's short-term thinking. And we end up becoming enslaved to the debt. Mm-hmm. We, we're, we don't, we're not independent with short-term thinking. We're dependent. And right. long-term thinking creates independence. And yes. socially, we're being taken away from that. And it, it's a Capricorn thing. It's a Capricorn Aquarius thing for sure for me to be preaching about this. this you know, Capricorn, as a good daddy, you would teach your children how to be independent. It's so valuable. It's incredibly valuable. It's, you know, it's how your dreams are made. It's, it's uh, you know, part of happiness is being able to have authority over your own life and, and feel successful and feel fulfilled. And for the most part, we get that when we do participate, when we do put in, when we do put in the hard work. You don't buy a house as a short-term goal. You don't start a business as a short-term goal. You don't become an influencer, if any of you know how that's done, as a short-term goal because it takes time. You've Mm got to spend a lot of time with your Mm -hmm. camera people and your content people. And, you know, like there's, I think, a generation of people who are like, I just want to be a model a rock star, a rapper, or an influencer, or an actor. Because that Mm -hmm. sounds like it isn't going to take any work, and it isn't going to take any planning, and you can manifest this life of wealth and luxury through those jobs with a short-term goal. Mm -hmm. In the short term. Anyone that's in L.A. who wants to be an actor knows that that's not true. Surely not. The reality is certainly not that way for any right, of those that's jobs. Why any of those jobs. Uh, you may get it. You may have, you know, a, a 15 minutes of fame moment. Yeah. But for it to last any longevity. longer than that. Right. Longevity and independence. Yes. You want independence? You need to put in the effort, and that's Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So why not yeah. align it with something you love? Align it with yeah. something you love. Yeah. Yeah. 
Align it with something you love. Wrap it around your charitable heart and send it out to your community. Pisces, <laughs> Aquarius, Capricorn. Right. Our make all your signs. efforts. Make all your yeah. efforts about how you can make as many people as you know better off because of what you did. Oh, so good. Yes, very important. We're giving back. We're connecting back. And this idea, again, I'm continuing to borrow that theme from him, even though it's something I'm sure lots of people are talking about in the world. (laughs) But I tuned into it because of Aries. Because Aries is coming. Mm. Jupiter's going into Aries. Neptune's Mm -hmm. going into Aries in a couple Mm. of years. Saturn's going into Aries in a couple Mm. of years. Aries is coming. And the renaissance of independence from the system is coming. Yes, doesn't that sound exciting, people? Doesn't that sound great? I think it does. That gets me excited. Take control of your finances. Mm-hmm. Take control of your finances. Take control of your health. Yes. Custodial, the idea of custodial curators, that we need banks to take care of our money, and we need doctors to take care of our health, and we need, you know, someone to take care of our workout program, and we need someone. Yes, support systems are amazing, mm-hmm. but to go back to the responsibility of you curating those things as the foundation rather than as the gravy, right? Mm. The custodial support should be the gravy and you should be the foundation of taking care of yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Self-empowerment. Self-empowerment, not in a selfish way. There's people in in the community that need help. That's fine. That's all good. I'm all for that. Well, right, but But, the other thing, you can't take care of those people if you don't feel self-empowered, if you don't feel strong yourself. Correct. Correct. So that's the idea there is those of us that can need to take responsibility for ourselves so that we can take care of the people who can't. Yes. How Piscean. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. And for the most part, we can, we really can take care of ourselves. Maybe. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Mars and Venus in the building. Light bulbs go off. Is it, is it that controversial for you to say that? That was so controversial. And for the most part, for the most part, we can take care of ourselves. You said that. Mm -hmm. You actually said that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm flabbergasted. I'm falling (laughs) over on the floor. I'm having, yeah. Like, for the most part, we can take care of ourselves. Who knew? Mm. Support systems are great. Mm-hmm. Insight is great. You mm-hmm. have to do the work. If you're in therapy with me, right, if I'm working with you and you're in therapy with me, that's like one hour a week, one hour every other week, one hour a month. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not in charge of that, your recovery. I'm a guide. You have to Mm -hmm. take the ball and run with that. This is the information you get in this session. You need to take the ball and run with that. You Mm -hmm. need to incorporate that. You need to make that about you. If you go to the medical doctor and he says to you, well, we're going to give you this pill, or you could lose 20 pounds, why do so many people pick the pill? Mm-hmm. When the repercussions of that are not as good as if you lost 20 pounds. Certainly not. Yeah, right. I mean, losing 20 pounds is going to give you a lot more than taking a pill. You might have to take that pill, and then you might have to take another pill for the side effects of that pill. Correct, and that's what happens when you allow other systems to take care of you, is that then you just require more external care. More and more, right. You give up more and more of yourself, of your independence. Right. Lose it. So empower, empowerment, Capricorn, empower yourselves, finish your book, finish your book, Stay the course, finish your college education, mm-hmm. go for that new job, move across the run. country if you need to, take charge yep. of yourself and be happy. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. You find us at stageofstars.com, Stage of Stars on Twitter and Facebook, Stage of Stars on Instagram. And we'll be here next Wednesday for the Full Moon in Leo show. So Ooh. let's let our stars rise this week. We're headed into that, and for right now, we're going to grab a hold of that Capricorn energy and make something solid. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye-bye.